Academy leads the boys. Good news. Girls went on the road, squeaked out a win on the road up at Hamden Academy. Not an easy place to play. 46-43 was the final for that one. Oxford Federal Credit Union player profile is going to be on Blake Slicer. He's a point guard. He's graduating in 2016. He likes lobster and math. I wonder if he just counts the lobster. He didn't say lobster. Yeah, it is. So. the lobster. It's not lobster. It's only lobster on southbound now. When you're on your way out. It'll be lobster. I'll buy some lobster on the It'll way It'll be lobster, yes. Uh, favorite NBA team is the Celtics. He likes Kyrie Irving as a player. His favorite basketball experience was an eighth-grade three-pointer against Lewiston going to overtime. He's planning on going to college after graduation. Blake Slicer was your Oxford Federal Credit Union player profile. Oxford Federal Credit Union with offices in Norway and Mexico. Um, I don't know what I just watched here, but I, I feel oh, like I, I watched uh, well, some type of <laughs> clinic, like yeah, straight-up clinic it, it on was, half-court offense. Yeah, just exactly how you run half-court offense. That's, that's how you run a half-court offense with probably the best point guard in the state. And uh, a freshman big man who was unstoppable in the first quarter. He was just league. camped right out wherever he wanted to be. Uh, the two McIntyres of 29 out of the 42 points, so figure that out. Uh, it said it looks a lot like... 2014, 2013, it's probably what 2016 is going to look like if you look at the composition of the Hamden roster with not a senior in the starting lineup. 2012 was much the same as well. Yeah, and I think Lewiston was the only team to beat them that year. Yeah, so, they yep. were. So it's just, yeah, embarrassment of riches. is <laughs> keep on cranking them out, and everybody who thought maybe this was the year to get them, I mean, if they play like this, you're not going to get them. No, and, and, and this is... This is how you play main high school basketball and, and win. They haven't been they haven't been doing any stupid passes. It's just old school and it's it's team basketball. And yes, these kids play AAU, but a lot of them play together, <laughs> right? Because they're all at that level. Just that about age. all of them actually play together. Although the funny thing is, Fleming plays with most of them in the off season. Yeah, so. does Riley Robinson? As, yes, yes, he does. So uh, as uh, Mr. Robinson is is in the crowd tonight, mm -hmm. as I as I saw there. So. Games, other games in the area, Spruce Mountain and Levitt having a good one. It's 21-21 at the half over on the boys' side. Yeah, that was a good one the first time around, too. Uh, Levitt won it at Turner. I kind of expected Spruce Mountain. They're kind of an enigmatic team. They, they went on a nice run uh, midseason, got to 8-3, I believe, and just kind of hit that, that wall again. And uh, they really need a win to turn things around to avoid a prelim. They do. They play at the Tiger Dome, right? They don't. They the don't. Phoenix Nest. The Phoenix Nest. Oh, it's the Phoenix Nest. I'm sorry, it's still the Tiger Dome. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> or I'm concerned there's still the Tigers in the Andes. <laughs> maybe that's part of the issue. I don't know. Uh, well, the girls are undefeated. That's they are, long. and it's, it looks good. Greater Gloucester and Greeley probably the main threats on that side. Although, you know, the girls, Spruce Mountain girls, they've had a, a, a knack for slow first halves, and you can't do that in a tournament. That's for sure. No, you absolutely cannot. Um, predictions in the second half for this one. Pain. Pain. Okay, thank you. Clever leg. <laughs> no, you just, if you're Oxford Hills, you hope to, to you know, make, not make a game of it, but, but play better. <laughs> I mean, give yourself some confidence. If you see these guys again in two or three weeks, uh, it won't, this won't happen. This is the early reminiscent of the Eastern Main Final, and it might even be worse, actually. It just has this flow that is out of control for, for Oxford Hills. And, and there's no officials to blame this time because nobody's in foul trouble anywhere. And it's not, no, they haven't, and, it, and it's not high-octane, you know, playground basketball, as we've both said. It's, it's Hamden just being disciplined, finding the open man, hitting the open free repeatedly, uh, and getting layups. Well, Mr. Oaks, I hope you see the lo lobster on the way out. Yeah, I'll, I'm allergic, but uh, I'll <laughs> up for the life. Uh, good shelf is out. <laughs> allergy. All right, drive home safe. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank you very much. It's Cal Oaks from the Sun Journal. You can read him tomorrow.
Pick up a copy of the Sun Journal at your local newsstand, or, uh, of course, you can read them online, sunjournal.com. Play back in one minute for second-half action. Hampton Academy boys lead 42-16 over Oxford Hills. The girls have won. They went on the road. They won 46-43. We'll have more coming up on OXO. With over 60 years of housing experience, Twin Town Homes can put you in a brand-new home of your own. Let Twin Town Homes custom design and build a home that fits your family's needs and budget. Call 539-8881. From single-wides, ranches, capes, and colonials, Twin Town Homes will help you select the perfect home. Visit Twin Town Homes on Route 26 in Oxford or see them on the web at TwinTownHomes.com. Talking to Joe Galetta at Ripley and Fletcher Ford in South Paris. Joe, what's your recipe for success? You know, when we get a customer or somebody who chooses to give us the opportunity to be their dealer, it's our job to do everything we possibly can to get them to choose us. As long as we continue to do that, we're going to continue to be very successful in all areas of the dealership. We really have become a force to be reckoned with. You know, it's not our goal to be the biggest dealership. We just want to be the best. Ripley and Fletcher Ford, Main Street in South Paris or RipleyandFletcherFord.com. Oxford County's premier dealer since 1909. Welcome back. Start of the second half here, and Oxford Hills trails by 26. You'd like to see them do something different. Inbounded, Fleming to Ripley, no good. Rebound comes down to Brendan McIntyre, and away goes Hamden Academy. They get it down, though, to Ian McIntyre, who had a ton of points in the first half. He can't get this one to go here. Rebound Fleming. Slicer gets it over the timeline. Dribbles through. Bounce pass over to Ripley. Ripley almost had it taken away. Fleming ended up with it. Gets it into Macro. Lays it up. Lays it in. A great pass by Fleming. Fleming knew he was too far underneath the hoop to try to do an up and under, so he just little dumped it off. Easy two points. 7.20 remaining in the third quarter, 42-18. to 18. Nick Gilpin's going to lay it up. No good. Late foul's going to be called there. Now, is this where the officials at halftime come in and be like, guys, we didn't really blow a lot of whistles <laughs> in the first half. Is this where they make up for that? Or? You know, Bo Shane did give him a nice little shove, but... He did. At this point... I'm just wondering. I'm just game, asking general questions game's, here. Game's got him out of hand. I wouldn't have called it if I was an official. I would say, let's keep this clock running. Gilpin hits them both. 44-18. Cameron Academy with the lead. Slicer with it. Swings it up top to Ripley. Over to Fleming. Fleming with a pull-up jumper. No good. Rebound fought for. Macro would have had the position, but it hit the rim one more time. Nice pass down low from Black to McIntyre of the Brendan variety. It's 46 to 18. Fleming drives baseline, can't get it to go. Gets the rebound, though. Over to Slicer, over on the side. Ripley's up top. He's got the ball now, gets it over to Beauchene. Into the corner for Macro. Hands it off to Fleming. Fleming with a swing pass to Ripley in the corner, over to Beauchene, back to Slicer, back to Fleming. Fleming's going to take a long one, in and out, no good. Rebound fought for. And it's going to come down to Gilpin and Macro. Kept fighting for the ball and got the foul. Looks like they're going to go into some type of uh, pressure here. Full court. Maybe a little jump trap action. 2-2-1. Two, two, 
Trap didn't work. Nope. And McIntyre will pull up and hit the three. No good. Rebound tapped around. Boshan can't handle it. Macro will come out with it. Gets it over to Ripley. Ripley with a finger roll. Nice little move. Up and in. 46 to 20. The way Ripley took off, I didn't know if he was going to have enough in him to make it to the hoop, but he's so long there that he kind of just did a little finger roll. But the easy two. McIntyre on the baseline. Gets it back up top to Gilpin. Gilpin tries to pass it down low to Ian McIntyre, but Macro with a kick save and a beauty. Goes out of bounds. The Hamden Academy basketball underneath their rim. Gilpin will inbound. And they're just going to inbound it right into Ian McIntyre, who's uncovered. He lays it up, 48-20. to 20. Hamden Academy with the lead. Knock down cutters, that's one of the things, first things about defense is always knock down those cutters. Fleming takes it up, can't get the bucket, but he will draw the foul. Coach Graffin is going to get the fired up tech tonight. He might. Just, just because. That official probably would. Oh, yeah. Absolutely would. <laughs> Fleming gets a free throw. Second one is good as well. 48-22. Slicer hits the deck. What was that? Uh, Slicer tried running up and taking the uh, taking, making a steal, and it looks like he ran. Didn't see the Hamden Academy player, and he pretty much just ran right into him. Slicer leads the KVAC in times on the deck this year. <laughs> 5-10 remaining here in the third quarter. McIntyre drives in. Foul's going to be called on Ripley, and that's going to draw the ire because that looked as clean as the one in the first half that was not called. Brandon McIntyre will go to the line, shoot a pair. Free throw is good. They do everything right. They shoot well. <laughs> they free throw shoot well. They screen well. They know right where they're supposed to be on the floor. That's how you win state championships, and they've done it. Russ Bartlett does a very good job of that program. Slicer comes in. He must recruit. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> That's how they do it, right? I'm sure there are people listening on the Hampton stream now. Now they're going to send nasty emails, John. Thank you for that. Thank you. We got some fun ones from Bangor for Martin Luther King Day. We did? We did, yeah. They recruit too? No. Oh. That, that had nothing to do with it, no. That's always something that incenses the, uh, the away fans. Slicer with a pull-up jumper, no good, but rebound comes in a macro, bounces it back out to Beauchene. Great rebound by Macro. Good hustle. He hits the deck pretty hard, too. And then he lays it in and uh, lays it over to Ripley, who lays it up and in. 15 to 24. Got to keep cutting to the hoop just like Ripley's doing, and, you know, it'll pay off. You also have to pick it up on the defensive end, obviously. But the offensive end, just keep keep driving and dishing. They get it down low. McIntyre, and the foul's going to be called there on Macro. Four team fouls now on Oxford Hills. That'll be the second on Macro. 
Macro usually uses all four or five, so he gets to use them in the second half here, so that's something. Now, as a reminder to the away fans that are listening, as the first free throws in and out, no good. We are hometown broadcasters, so we, we're always going to be a little Oxford Hill shaded. Well, half the Camden team plays for MBR. So. Yeah, I know, so I have to be careful here. <laughs> we have a very good relationship with the folks up in Hamden. Covered a lot of games for them uh, back when Christian McHugh and uh, Mr. Main Basketball. Christian McHugh, Fred Knight, some very good basketball teams. Freddie's doing pretty well down at USM this he year. He is. Built like a house. <laughs> It's the second free throw, 51-24. Hamden Academy with the lead. Fleming, baseline jumper is no good. Rebound comes down to Moore. Gilpin gets it over the timeline. Into the corner for Black. Down low to Moore. Foul be called on Slicer. And really the only difference in this half is idling on those instead <laughs> of those layups going in. That's the big difference here in the game. I mean, we just haven't really found that that one thing to be able to stop him. And like you said, they're doing everything everything right, and it's we haven't been able to stop anything that they've done. Why we're down 27? That would do it. Yeah. First free throw is no good. Second free throw by Moore is good. 52-24. Ripley with the basketball picks up his dribble. Swings it over to Slicer. Now Fleming in the corner. Back over to Ripley, into the corner for Beauchene. See how quick Hamden is on defense? Turnaround by Fleming, goes up and in. I don't know how we made that. 52-26. Gilpin goes up with it, no good. Rebound comes down to Fleming, Oxford Hill's on the run. Was out of bounds. Looks like Macro's the one who knocked it out of bounds. Fleming was trying to do a little another alley oop to the opposite alley oop to Ripley, rather than the last time they fucked up it was that Fleming. Three minutes remaining in the third quarter. Everett into the ball game, along with Barrier. Chassis into the ball game for Hamden. Brett McIntyre for three. No good. Rebound. Jake Black on the block. Lays it up and in. Timeout's going to be called there by Russ Bartlett. I have no idea what exactly they're going to be talking about. Well, guys, what are you bringing to the Super Bowl party tomorrow? Well, I don't know. Maybe some wings and finger rolls? Usually, not saying Oxford Hills, but, you know, is that type of team. But usually when you're up this big, you tell the kids, you know, don't trash talk. Don't do anything stupid to get, you know, somebody upset on the other team to give you an elbow to the head that takes you out for the season. Well, not even just that. If you start some type of thing and somebody gets ejected, I believe they're ejected for the next game as well. Right. So, last thing you need at this point is, Lady, is somebody missing a game and a... Out of a blowout. Out of a blowout. You just got to keep your composure. So, that's pretty much probably what he's saying. You know, pass the ball around, get a few, get a few extra passes before we... Before we score and things like that, you know, we're a sportsmanlike thing to do. Well, 
Everett inbounds it to Slicer. Barrier up top. Thought they were going to call the old before he hit the ground travel there, but didn't. Shout out to the officials for that. Slicer dribbles down low to Everett, who puts it on the ground. No good. Rebound fought for, and it comes down to Gilpin. Everett's got to go out quick with that. Being a small guy going into what we call the trees, you really don't, don't want a ball fake because no matter what, they're going to block the shot. Gilpin with it. Around the back. Over into the corner for McIntyre. No shot clock, so they can spin it around. Chassis with it now. Back up top to, Gil uh, to Black. Black gets it over to Gilpin. Gilpin pull up long two. Hits it. 56-26, and the lead is up to 30 for Hamden Academy. Purple rain indeed. Ripley swing pass over to Everett. Into the corner for Slicer. Down low for Fleming. Up top to Verrier. Even with quick passes, Hamden Academy is right out there with a hand in the face of whoever's got the ball. Slicer with a long three. No good. Rebound 5-4 and comes down to Hamden Academy. Gilpin gets it over the timeline. And that almost takes on a cheerleader. <laughs> of course, it was the tallest cheerleader as well, so good for him to get out of the way. <laughs> uh, he's going to keep an eye. Head on a swivel, kids. Head yeah. on a swivel. Never know when somebody's going to throw a basketball at your head. <laughs> Martinez in the ball game for Slicer. Barrier with the ball over to Martinez. Down low to Fleming. Up top, that's Everett wide open for three. No good. Rebound comes down to Gilpin. Four on two. McIntyre dribbles in, lost the ball. Fleming keeps, uh, excuse me, Ripley keeps it, gets it over to Fleming. Battle of the Redheads as Fleming is being guarded by Jassy. Ginger basketball here on OXO. And Fleming with a pull-up jumper. 56-28. Besides six points, Ripley and Fleming have all the rest. And as you said in the beginning, how well they play is how well Oxidos will play. And they just can't seem to get it together with points and shooting. Just joining us, Hamden Academy jumped out early in the first quarter, and they haven't let up. They're still driving down the road, and we keep getting caught at every red light. Nick Gilpin slices in, lays it up, and lays it in. 58-28, 10 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Martinez gets it over the timeline, swings it over to Everett, who almost lost it. It's a back over to Martinez, three seconds. Back iron, no good, and the rebound comes down to Brendan McIntyre. That'll end it at the end of three quarters of play. 58-28, Oxford Hills trails Hamden Academy. We'll be back with the fourth quarter coming up next on OXO. A new TV. Santa was awfully generous this year. Must be the latte from Dunkin' Donuts. Latte? Yeah, instead of milk and cookies, I left him Dunkin's new sugar cookie latte. A new car? That latte must be delicious. With Dunkin's cookie-flavored coffees and lattes, the holidays have never tasted better. Celebrate with Snickerdoodle cookie, peppermint mocha, or new sugar cookie flavors hotter ice today. America runs on Dunkin'. Price participation may vary. Limited time offer. Stop by your Oxford and South Paris Dunkin' Donuts. America runs on Dunkin'. 
My name is Dave Cowens. I live in Maine, and I am a Norway Savings Bank customer. I'm also a former professional basketball player and coach from Boston. I teamed up with Norway Savings because they are driven, passionate, and they play fair. Believe me, you never have to worry about the small print with Norway Savings. They even have a free checking account. That's actually free. No kidding. No hidden fees. So join me and team up with Norway Savings Bank. You must deposit $25 to open a free solutions checking account. Norway Savings is an equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Welcome back. Nick Gilpin takes a run out of the break and hits a jumper 60 to 28. Him to Cammy with the lead. Slices pass and headed for Fleming. It's knocked out of bounds by Chassis. Just underway here in the fourth quarter. Fleming inbounds to Macro. Gets it back. He's going to pull up. He's going to take the long three. That's no good. Rebound's going to come down to Chassis. And Chassis is going to get called for the travel. Which is pretty lucky because he got bumped, which is what caused the travel. 32-point lead here for Hamden Academy. They've effectively muzzled the O'Hill six-man tonight. Yeah, it was a whiteout night. They all got free T-shirts that say O'Hill six-man, and they haven't really had a chance to cheer. Fleming drives baseline. Shots no good. Rebound comes down to Nick Gilpin. I have not called him Zach tonight, which I'm very happy with. Zach is in the crowd. Chassis three-pointers, no good. Rebound Fleming. Martinez, no good. Rebound McIntyre. Dumping over the timeline. Pull-up jumper, no good. Rebound comes down to Macro. And he tries to get to Martinez, and Martinez wasn't waiting for it. It goes right into the Hampton bench. That pretty much sums up the Oxford Hills night so far. It's just one of those games, Natty, that I, nothing is going right for the for our Vikings. It's long three-pointers no good, but Chassis had the box out on Slicer and got the offensive rebound. They'll call Slicer for the foul. I mean, if you, if you were to tell me at the beginning of this game that Oxford Hills would have 28 points, 16 at halftime, I think I might call you a liar. <laughs> but at this point, like I said, nothing is going right defensively, offensively. Timeouts aren't going right. <laughs> Fans aren't cheering. It's just just overall just have a bad had a, day. have not had a lot to cheer about. It's a bad day. It's like going out to the ice fishing shack and not getting anything. One of two free throws at the line, 61-28. Hamden Academy with the lead. Macro drives baseline, can't get it to go, but does keep it alive for the rebound. Martinez is open for three, no good. Rebound comes down to Macro, who goes up with it and lays it in. Something to cheer about, Macro working hard, getting two boards and staying with it, and then getting a nice contested layup. How many, uh, how many points does Macro have tonight? Six. Nice defense there. It's that football mentality. They go back to Chassis. Blocked there by Macro. Six minutes remaining in the fourth. Fleming with it. Crosses over. Goes in. Lays it up. No good. Macro tries to keep it alive. Can ends up in the hands of Gilpin. Swings it over. And that will be more. Jumper's no good. Rebound Fleming. 
Slicers. Layup is blocked by Chassis. Back the other way comes Hamden Academy. Up and down they go. Layup is no good by Brandon McIntyre. Now they get it up ahead to Macro. Over to Martinez. To Beauchene for three. Yes. Crowd goes wild. 61-33. Five minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. Hamden Academy with the lead. Yeah, if you just take out the first quarter, you can you can look at it like that, right? Yeah. Or if you take out everything from prior to that three, we'd be winning. <laughs> <laughs> Foul on the floor on Macro. I think it was what, what at the end of one quarter of play, I think it was twenty-seven to seven. So if you take out the twenty points, no, they just scored twenty-seven in the first. <laughs> Hold on here. Hold on. Twenty-seven in the first. By the way, you want to hear a fun score? Spruce Mountain girls are playing Gardner right now. At the half, 49-34. Free <laughs> throws good. 62-33. We didn't want to give Moore his second of the one and one. Just wanted to keep going. 27-7 at the end of one quarter of play. Wow. Good thing you paid attention. Can't believe you doubt me. Just unbelievable. Second free throw was good, 63-33, 30 point lead. So if you take out the first quarter, it would just be a 10 point deficit at this point. <laughs> Everett down low, kicks it out to Beauchene, who gets it over to Fleming. He dribbles through, oh. can't get it to go. At least the officials aren't calling out a travel, which we've seen called a ton. Every single game. And Philpin's gonna get the continuation. Oh. First bad call of the night. Goes to the lead official. Oh, boy. The continuation. The continuation. Call. I didn't know they had continuation in high school. Not a lot you can blame on officials tonight. <laughs> no. Their team on the floor has done a very good job. Gilpin makes the old-fashioned three-point play. It is 66-33. Fleming will come out, and now some guys are going to get some minutes. Chris St. Pierre is going to come in. Might as well rest him all he can. So I don't think he's rested much today. Barrier with it. Out to Ripley. St. Pierre with it now. Over to Ripley in the corner. Ripley tries to drive baseline, lost control of the ball, now kicks it over to Beauchene. Approaching 4-10 fourth quarter, 66-33 handed. Girls already won, they won on the road. And pass is turned away there, back the other way comes Hamden. I did find out that it was the Hamden girls' senior night, which might have explained why they were a little more fired up than normal. Yeah, senior night's coming right up. Tuesday's the boys, Thursday's the girls. You can hear them both here on OXO. Thursday's a tough one for the girls as they host Mount Blue, which is a very strong Mount Blue team. Mount Blue got a big win over Edward Little the other night. Was it overtime or double overtime? Double overtime, right? That we had up in Mount Blue? Yeah, that, yes, that was a double overtime. And Anna scored 100 points in two seconds. Five points in ten seconds to tie it up and send it into overtime. And there are only two points in the first overtime. The Knoxville's pulled away in the second. That was on the road at Mount Blue. So they'll be wanting revenge. They will. Ripley gets it in off the inbound with a nice post play. I'd like to see a lot more of that from Tyus. I think he 
be a pretty big benefit down low. 66-35. It's typically guarded by guards, so. Unit Academy is empty of the bench. Caleb Lord is in the ballgame. Chassie pulls up with a jumper. No good. Rebound 5-4, and it comes down to Everett. If anyone with the last name Lord like gets asked about the tennis court or if they think they're a royal at this point, <laughs> I feel like they should. St. Pierre fires. No good. Off the backboard. Get away with the old wire up top. Yeah, well, at this point. Two fifty remaining in the fourth quarter. 66-35. Hamden County with the lead. Who took the timeout? Was it just Hamden taking a timeout to get their players in? Yeah, technically, now that they stand on the floor, we should have a horn. I think all regular rules have gone out the window yeah. at this point. Always my favorite part of the night when guys come in off the bench and their numbers aren't even on the roster. It's my favorite. Lord with it. Lord's got quite the hair. Zach Boss is back in there. Lord back out to Boss. Down low to Lord. And he's going to get the bucket and the foul. Verrier's going to get called for the foul on that one. 68-35, Hamden Academy with the lead, 2.30 remaining in the fourth quarter. Back in my high school days, this is typically when I came into the ballgame. <laughs> Free throws good, 69-35. Passing it all over the place, and you're going to have a travel call there on Oxford Hills. Don't worry, John, I don't have one on my roster either at this point. <laughs> I tried to match him up to the JV roster. That doesn't match either. Troy Johnson, freshman? I don't know. He looks like a Johnson. I'm not even going to venture a guess. <laughs> Two minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. Stay tuned to the end of the game for the Bessie Motors player of the game. Board with it. Tries to kick it out. St. Pierre gets on the floor, kicks the ball. And now there's a scrum as everybody tries to get down with it. They have a foul called there. That'll be on Billy Campbell, who's into the ballgame. The most intensity we've seen all game. Players just diving after it, diving after it. Minute 56 remaining here in the fourth quarter. 69-35 Hamden. Foul called off the ball there. Nine team fouls on Oxford Hills, only three on Hampton Academy, so. St. Pierre gets it up top. Now into the corner for Everett. Martinez with it to St. Pierre. Back up to Martinez. Minute 40 remaining. Martinez is going to take it to the rack. He's going to drop it off to Everett. Off the glass, no good. Rebound fought for. And that is going to come down to Campbell. And foul's going to be called there. 
Coach Kraft just puts his hand in his palm. <laughs> because with Hamden and the double bonus, this just means you're giving Hamden free shots at the apple. With no time running off. Silly, silly, silly. Realized it's been eight game, eight days since uh, Oxford Hills played a basketball game, and it it shows. Yes, a lot of snow days. How many times did they go to school this week? Ah, uh, boy, you know what? That's another good question. So not only probably did they not play basketball games, but they probably didn't have many practices. They played, you know, they played Monday. No, no, excuse me. They had school Monday. They were off Tuesday and Wednesday. They went to school Thursday, and I believe they were off school Friday. Friday right. Yeah. So they had practice. Two days? One Two practice days. and a game? St. Pierre for three, no good. St. Pierre goes for his own rebound and ends up on it. You got a jump ball. Favors Oxford Hills. Minute 21 remaining in the fourth quarter, 16 on 35. Two practices and a lot of sleeping. Well, they had a practice before. It was more of a walkthrough before the game when I got in here. They were walking through. So, yeah. A lot of Xbox Live, probably. St. Pierre... As it is, the ball goes into the backcourt. Once again, a jump ball. This time, we'll go to Hamden Academy. I would expect Hamden Academy is going to start running some clock here with a minute 16 left. <laughs> ben Houston's into the ball game. He looks like he's approximately three years old. So much here, running your time. Nope, I guess not. Campbell's going to go up with it, and they're just going to keep calling fouls. <laughs> minute nine remaining in the fourth quarter. This is your favorite part of a 20 to 30 point game when the fouls just keep coming. I think there should be a mercy rule. They should just say, okay, there's no way you're coming back with two minutes to go. None of your starters are playing. Let's go home. And I just got confirmation. Yes, they went to school two days this week. Two days. No basketball games. Zach Boss hits both free throws, like the boss. 7135. Who you wanted to say that? I've been, I just, it's so easy, you know. Wait till tournament time and I call him the big boss band or whatever. <laughs> I mean, there's all sorts of stuff. Pierre has it for a second, but when he drops it, it goes out of bounds. 56.4 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter. Houston gets it over the timeline. I legit wouldn't let Houston, like, if I were in a movie theater, he couldn't watch anything <laughs> higher than a G-rated movie without ID. <laughs> He's a sophomore, too. Hamden showing some good ball movement. Thirty-six 71-35, 32 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter. Foul is called, and... Someone will go to the line. He's not on our roster. <laughs> men, at men's league, Maddie, they'd be like, all right, it's over. Yeah, they'd, they'd wrap it up and go home. No, uh, although this this young man is wearing Zach Gilpin's number 23, so they must think he's pretty decent. Does not hit the free throws, however. 30 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter. Hamden steals it away, but makes up for it. Lays it up and in, 73-35. St. Pierre gets it into the front court for Oxford Hills. He's going to fire a long three and hit it. St. Pierre between the K and the I and Vikings. Wow. 73-38. Highlight of the night for Oxford Hills. Kicked around. Hamden is not going to run clock here. 
And no foul is going to be called. The 2.8 seconds remaining of the fourth. Fishers are not going to reward them for going to the yeah. rack in this game. It's over. What are you doing? What are you doing? Hamden will inbound, and that will end it. 73-38 is your final for Oxford Hills. They fall to Hamden Academy. Play the game with Patrick Macro, six points, good hustle, a lot of rebounds tonight. Wasn't enough for the Oxford Hills boys as Hamden came in in the first quarter, put their foot down on them, swept the leg, and that was really it. The girls did win. They won on the road, 46-43. That will wrap it up for us. We'll be back at it on Tuesday here against Brunswick for senior night for the boys. Then we'll have the girls here on Thursday night. Remember the Super Bowl tomorrow, 5 p.m. pregame on 92.7 and 100.7 OXO. We'll catch you next time. Again, your final, 73-38. Hamden Academy beats Oxford Hills. Maine's pure country, OXO.